Guy, how do you explain your Tourette's and Asperger's? Because you, you've got the classic double bunger, haven't you? Yes, I'm just fortunate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think it's fortunate or is it something that has given you great <laughs> grief through your life? Well, the thing is, uh, Tourette's is not really ever been a bother. And, and I didn't realise that I had Asperger's until I was in my 30s. And before then, I thought everybody was just the same as me thought the same and then I've and then I've you know only in the last sort of seven years have I come to realise that you know, things aren't exactly as I thought they were. What was it that that made you finally realise that there was the double diagnosis not just the Tourette's but um, Asperger's as well? Ah. Well my son got picked up in play school as um, he wasn't uh, communicating um, and they said that we should get him checked out for a possible autistic spectrum disorder. Yeah. So we got him uh, checked out and my wife saw so many similarities between what she was fuck off um, finding out about and me. She looked into it for me. Asterisks and then we thought oh that could be possibly the reason why I'm as strange and weird as I am. Is there a, a genetic link? Asterisks. Um, yes. I believe so. I mean I I mean, all the sort of men on my father's side have all been a bit quirky, a bit odd, a bit fuck off, a bit recluse-like. They've all been sort of very... <laughs> see, see I, I fight those urges in myself to become a recluse and to not socialise because <laughs> it doesn't come natural to me. I don't have what you call a social urge. Fuck yeah. Off. Like in order to not go down that route, I would, make myself social, so to speak. Would it be, yeah. though, comparatively easy to not make yourself be as public as, as you are? I mean, this is your life with, with Tourette's is something ah. that you deal with very publicly. You have a YouTube channel on which you'll answer anybody's questions. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> the thing is with the... With the Asterix with the videos is that they helped me come to terms with the fact Asterix that I had Tourette and I couldn't lead a, a normal life it, at least the life that I, I, I fuck off I believed that I wanted yeah you know wife kids social life friends holidays, all the things you take for granted, the normal things. I had to get my head around the idea that I couldn't have any of those asics. And uh, the videos were a way of me dealing with that. You know, by putting it out there into the world, it helped me accept it by seeing that the rest of the world kind of accepted it as well. My so, guest does, is... does that make any sense? Well, I'll, I'll ask you about that because in, in some ways, it do, in a very obvious way, it doesn't make sense. My guest is Guy Francis joining me here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. The way in which it doesn't make sense to me, Guy, is that you do have all of those things, wife and family and holidays and, and so on. No, I don't. I have the wife and family, but I don't go on holiday. I don't ever really leave the village I live in, Ashigs, and if I do, I suffer horrendously for it. In what way? Because of other people's responses to you? No, that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Um, it's just, I, actually, it gets very tiring. And then I, um, oh, I had to explain this. Um, I did a video that was called a high functioning versus low functioning aut autism. And it basically showed me on a particularly bad day losing the ability to communicate completely. Actually, I, I wasn't able to put any words together at all. And all that would come out were ticks or strange noises. And that's what happens to me if I overexpose myself to people or I 
fuck off or I leave my village and go to different places. I end up having quite a few days of that, which is uh, not very nice for me. Yeah. So that's all, a... all my family, they don't like seeing that. No. Not they give me a problem about it, but it's not nice for the kids to, you know, daddy has to go and sit upstairs in the dark now for 48 hours, you know. So uh, that's a, a stress response? I, I suppose so. I, I always think that, um, uh, fuck off. I have a tolerance. I'm not naturally capable of uh, being around people. I need to build up my tolerances for it. And then uh, too too much exposure. Fuck off, fuck off. Too much exposure to people results in me having what would be an autistic meltdown. Except the way, it, the way, fuck off, the way it affects me is I lose the ability to talk. So, I mean, it could be a stress response. I mean, yeah. I don't really know the nuts and bolts of it, so to speak, and I'm not really a neurologist. So, ah, ah, sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. Guy Francis ah. joins me here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Guy has a YouTube channel on which ah. he takes on many things, from karaoke to inviting questions about living with uh, with Tourette's and with autism. You, you talked, ah. Guy, about your little fella with support therapies or cognitive therapies or, or so ah. on. Do you, you mentioned that you only discovered that you also had an autism spectrum disorder uh, yes. a few years ago. So do you think that by being able to interview earlier with your son that he'll have a little bit of a hand up? Yes, of course. I mean, you know, Arstix, he won't have any, he won't have any problems I have growing up because um, he's always got somebody that can, that can explain everything that's going on. Arstix, it's quite advantageous him getting picked up so early on. Arstix, times are changing now anyway. I mean, the, the, the statistic for the amount of autistic children there are people that are coming out as autistic is phenomenal. Some some silly statistics, like one in ten or something like that, I, I can't really remember. Society's changing such, in such a way that I don't think it's going to be as big a hindrance as asterisks as, as people think it is going to be. Yeah. Asterisks. Yeah. What was childhood like for you, Guy? How did your Tourette's manifest itself when you were a child? Um, well, when I was a kid, asterisks, I was... Um... Hang on, fuck off, fuck off. I didn't have um, external Tourette's. But I had all the, the, the internal fuck-off uh, stuff going on. So I was constantly driven all the time, and um, I could never relax. Um, I always had to be doing something at all times. I never stopped talking, asking questions, and being just generally a pain in the ass. me poor mum. And did that get you in trouble at school? Were you tagged as being, you know, the naughty kid because you were Arstics. so restless? No, no, no. It, it wasn't like ADHD. I wasn't like compulsively needing to run around and have uncont- It wasn't that I had uncontrolled energy in that respect. Yeah. I just, Arstics. school for me was terrible because there were so many kids making noise and moving around because I've got sensory problems. Arstics. Oh, I've lost my thread there. What were we talking about? <laughs> about what it was like for you at school. Oh, bugger. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, school, loads of kids, loads of noise, and also I didn't know how to be around children, so all of my school energy was spent trying to learn social... Fuck off, social protocol. Yeah. took up all of my energy and all of my brain space. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, more, most of my bloody school life was trying to figure out how to be around people. Fuck off. Ass cheeks, yeah. Who were your greatest <laughs> sources of support when you were a child? Family, I assume, ah. but what other resources or support were available for you? Well, as a kid? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to be your answer, that, you know, there was just nothing ah, for you well, as a most, child. Most most people that I've talked to that are fuck off somewhere on the spectrum, they've all had the same kind of experience. There was nothing about when we were younger. Hmm. I think you were just seen as odd, weird, strange, you know, a little bit eccentric. 
Arsticks. A lot of them got picked on. I was fortunate. I didn't get picked on that much. Arsticks. Arsticks. Uh, yeah, there was, no, there was nothing back in the day. Arsticks. <laughs> Christ. My guest, Arse. my guest is Guy Francis here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. In one of your videos on mm. YouTube, Guy, which was the one that was the clincher for me that made me contact you and, and ask if we could speak, it's, it's part of a day in the life of, and it's the morning routine around your family where you're, you're getting the kids ready oh, for yeah, school. One, yeah, yeah and, and you and your wife are taking the kids to school. But it's one in which you touch on the fact that you have sent disorders and you know you talk about wearing sunglasses during the day ah. and and yeah, so yeah, on <laughs> and your earplugs on the dash of the car the yeah and I just got the impression sometimes it must all seem overwhelming for you why haven't wear the earplugs or the glasses well not ah. wearing them oh well you got to imagine I don't have a particularly hectic life for a very good reason I don't want to be wearing earplugs and dark glasses all the time so over daytime the curtains are pulled in this house and you know there's I don't really see a hell of a lot of light. <laughs> and if I do go out, I tend to wear glasses or I don't stay out for very long. What difference does it make if you don't have the earplugs and the glasses? I can only tolerate so much. I, I could tolerate a lot less uh, people, noise, yeah. movement. Yeah. If I wear the earplugs, say if I'm say if I'm sitting down my local social club, which is around the corner, because there's no one in there, just me and the person working behind the bar, um, then I'll be fine. With the music on in the background, I'll be fine. But as soon as I get people coming in, kids running around, I've got to stick the earplugs in. Fuck off, otherwise I'll start ticking. Yeah. If they don't tick instantly, it's usually triggered by a fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off sensory uh, stimulus. Tell me about your wife and kids, because I noticed that in that video ah. as well, and it's probably just because you were videotaping it, she was quietly chuckling to herself in the car. I get the impression that she is a patient and wonderful and good-humoured woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Ah, six. Uh, <laughs> my, my my wife, she's uh, yeah, she's wonderful. She's um, ah, six. I don't think it's so much as that. She's an unbelievably patient person. It's just a, we both have our fuck off quirks. Except my quirks are more out in the open. <laughs> her quirks are, you know. <laughs> because I am sort of built the way I am and my mind works the way it does, it fits her yeah. and her quirks and her oddities. Arsticks. So, you know, it's, um, we very much support each other. Ass cheeks, ass cheeks in that respect. Once upon a time, Guy, if a, a, a child went to school that was left-handed, you know, I can oh. remember my father telling stories about his left-handed friends at school. They would tie the left hand behind their back to try and make them, ah. force them to write with the, the right hand. Did you experience <laughs> an equivalent sort of thing as, as a child oh. where your behaviour was attempted to be ah. managed? No, not really. I mean... When I was, when, the thing is, we moved around a lot when I was young, so I didn't really go to a primary school for very long before having it, before moving on to another primary school. So, the, 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 fuck off, fuck off. So, none of the teachers really ever got to know me that well, like that we get to know the other kids, because I was never around for, for too long. I mean, the longest time I spent in school was, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, was um, senior school. What, 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 do you call, what do you call that over there? In senior high school. school? High school, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, I, I mean, I managed to, to stay in that school for the full five years, so, asterisks. But, I mean, when I got to high school, I'd already learned sort of aspects of social protocol and I just had to augment it more for the, 
teenagers. Yeah. No, there was there's no te- no, no, one was, no one was trying to um, change my behaviour because I, I wanted to learn when I was in school. I just bloody hated all the other kids making the noise. <laughs> I got one moving around. I would have been happy to be sitting in a dark room with a teacher up the front, just me on my own, yeah. doing the lesson. Your own personal because lectures. That would have been much better. But, you know, bloody kids making noise, moving around. Oh, it's horrendous. And, and yet you're a father. That's true. <laughs> So you made your own little. Happened. You made your own little noisemakers. Yes, yes, but you see, all my three kids are um, astics are very, very similar to me. My youngest being the most similar and the most driven. Yeah, The other, my, my, my other two are quite quiet. You know, they they like to be chilled out and read books and play on the computer quietly. But my youngest, oh, <laughs> oh, energy. She's like a she's like a tornado. Uh, all right, yeah. Guy. Perhaps it's an odd question, but and and there's Probably. two there's two questions here. I can remember chatting ah. with a beautiful young Australian woman who she suffered from meningococcal when she was a teenager, and she lost both of her legs ah. and her fingers and so on. And I remember one day she said to me, "You know, Carol, it is just the best thing that ever happened to me because ah. if that happened hadn't happened, I wouldn't be the person that I am now." And she went on to become a wonderful Paralympian representing the oh. country, and she's now. I'm a mum. So for the question for you guys, what are the, the pros and cons of ah. living with Tourette's and an autism spectrum disorder? We'll start with the cons. What's the worst? The worst, right. The thing is, my autism and Tourette's can't really be separated because ass cheeks, they're both so connected, ass cheeks, that I just see them as one condition. So if you're saying the worst thing about my condition is that I can't do things like holidays with the kids and I can't go to the cinema with the kids, ass cheeks, that's really about it. There's, <laughs> I don't have a lot of needs, you know, a lot of wants. So the worst of it is that I'm limited with the kids. I mean, ass cheeks, I can't go out with all three of the kids, for example. When I go out, I take one of them out. We go out for a walk in the woods or a bike ride. But, I, yeah, I can't do all three, and that, that's, that's the worst. What are the pros? What have been the, the good pros? things? Hmm. Oh, um, ass cheeks. I don't know, really. Uh, uh, I mean, I have sensory problems, and um, what you don't realise with sensory problems is you only hear about the bad stuff, but there's good stuff as well. Like what? (laughs) There's a lot of good stuff with sensory problems. You get to experience things to a much higher degree than I would imagine somebody without sensory problems would be able to experience it. You know, arsenic. So, um, you know, I'm a good cook. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm... (laughs) I cook nice food, cook nice food for everyone, they, they all like that. Um, ass cheeks, I sing songs, of course, and rock, write the odd tune every now and again, which seems to go down a treat when I play it down my local yeah. social club. I don't know, what could I say? Uh, I'm not an arsehole, so uh, I suppose that's an advantage. <laughs> that's, uh, the, that's the only legitimate swear word you've used this entire uh, interview. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, uh, I, should, I shouldn't really say that, really, because I'm uh, assuming that everybody understands what being an arsehole actually is. Uh, I suppose that's quite universal, isn't it? Uh, you well, say, oh, I don't want to be an arsehole. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Everyone understands what you're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love your YouTube channel. I love that it's Ass-cheek. full of music and it's full of you sharing your life and your stories Uh, and your experiences and answering questions and um, thank you very much for talking to me today. It's been a a delight to speak with you, Guy. Ah, no no problem. It's been thoroughly enjoyable.